Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C. Oh, si, senor. You know what it is? Dimly lit room. Deep up in the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. It's a little Friday. You can smell the weekend from here. I think that's what that smell is. And uh, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Antibodies. Antibodies are our general manager, okay? If I told you you had a beautiful antibody, would you hold it against me? Okay. The question before us, how long do the antibodies to the vid last? Nobody's sure. Six months? A year? How soon do we need boosters? Yeah, so I heard those of us who got the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines might have to get another one this year. This yeah, the very year. first people out of the gate might, yeah. Well, if it's eight months, even mine... Uh, or certainly if it's six months, I'll even have to get it. Get another one. Yeah, well, presuming for the moment that the uh, vaccines are as safe as we're being told, and, and that they seem to be, although it's, you know, the, the level of certainty is not 100%, uh, but assuming they are as safe as they seem to be, I'll get jabbed every eight months. I don't care. It's fine. It was a non-event. As long as the, the getting the appointment isn't an enormous well, pain. That's the event. No, I don't mind yeah. the shot. The event <laughs> yeah. is The event is getting it. Right. Uh, Getting the paperwork. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I forgot the game was on. Who won Lakers Warriors last night? The Lakers. Really? Was it a good game? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. LeBron won uh, with a late three and then uh, with uh, less than a minute left. And that was the final score 100 to 103. Uh, Warriors now play one more game to see if they actually make the playoffs proper. Did you just give the losing score first? Probably. I don't know. Like a teenage girl? That was terrible. uh, That was inexcusable. LeBron down the middle, KCP with the ball, go up. he's trapped, throws it back to LeBron, one second left, has to shoot a three, he oh! made it, LeBron made a three to beat the shot clock, Lakers lead, 103-100. Wow. 100 Man. to 103. I'm glad Wrong. I didn't watch, it would have broken my heart, so I'm glad I didn't watch, even though I like LeBron as a player. Um, There you go, so there's that. Would have broken your heart because you're a big Warriors fan, is that why? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are you kidding? My kids got all the shirts, got the hats. Yeah, you know, I got everything. Really? Yeah. I didn't think you were watching sports much these days. No, no, no. I haven't. I haven't watched the Warriors, and I haven't. I haven't watched an NBA game in years. Oh, <laughs> gigantic fan though. Yes. <laughs> Has all the gear. I think you understand my confusion. I watch the Super Bowl every year. Ah, yes. And that's uh, that's a given. And then uh, something else might be on a television when I'm around, but that's it. Uh, a hot dog eating contest, I know, is an annual tradition for you. <laughs> yeah, I do watch that. My <laughs> <laughs> favorite sport. It's coming up in July. The last year, I remember watching. God, it seems like it was just yesterday. How did time go by so fast? We were watching the uh, Nathan's hot dog eating contest for that. It's socially distanced and everything like that. There oh, were no yeah. human beings there, and it was really weird. I suppose they'll have fans back this year. I hope. I was at a park last night. Masks everywhere. Oh, oh adult outside, windy. Uh, little kids running around with their masks on, 
Teenagers run around with their masks on. Parents run with their masks on. We are the only people at the park without masks. You could seriously have some mad billionaire, perhaps Elon Musk, at the entrance to the park saying, ladies and gentlemen, I will give $1 million, United States currency, to anyone who can transmit the COVID in this park tonight. Begin. Well, yeah, and and I, he, would, he would walk away with his million dollars. I don't care if you wear a mask. If you, you wear a mask, you wear their shit life. I don't care. I don't want to. Um, and if there's no COVID around and there's there's not much around and you can't catch it outside. But I honestly would have loved to just as like, I'm not blaming you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not thinking less of you. I just want to know why are you wearing a mask in the face of you? you I know the, all of the science. I know the town we live in. I know the kind of people that live in the town I live in. I'll bet you're a New York Times reader. Did you see their article about how often you can catch the, the vid outside? Catch me outside. How about that? Did you have you heard Dr. Fauci? You heard of Dr. Fauci? He was kind of against Trump, so I assume you've heard of him. He says he's not wearing a mask. Not, I would guess all these people, the adults anyway, were vaccinated. Anyway, you know, go ahead if you want to. But it's the only reason such it matters an interesting to me, view of humanity. Yeah, the only reason it matters to me is as long as people have that view, restaurants are going to stay somewhat shut down around where I live and and uh, and other businesses. Mm-hmm. True. Um, where was I over the over the weekend? Uh, there were lines outside. I was at an outlet mall. There were lines outside the store because they were only allowing fifteen people in the store at a time. So I decided I'm not going to do this. I'll come back after COVID or something. I'm not going to wait outside in line to go into the Nike store and buy a pair of shoes because you can only have a dozen employees in there or a dozen customers in there at a time. I was exactly the same. I was at that uh, Tampa Bay Rays game last weekend. And uh, I, I went to two games, and they won them both. So I instantly became a fan because they go. raised my testosterone levels hey. uh, by winning because I was rooting for the home team. you got to root, root, root for the home team. Mm. A giant sports fan like you understands that. <laughs> but so I just said, yeah, I'm going to get me a dang old Rays T-shirt or something. And I go in the team store. There's a line like 35 people long out there, and there's like six people in the store. This is at the stadium now. This is a big store. And they were doing the whole, oh, no more than 10 people at a time. Even though all of us had been sitting in our seats with no masks and going back and forth. It's just, it's, it's COVID theater. And it's just dumb. Actress Selma Hayek reveals she had a near fatal case of COVID-19. She's a little young for that, but. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's, it, it can be an awful, awful disease. So we'll catch you up on the news of the day like we always do. A lot of your Keystone Pipeline people who were hoping for that big major pipeline in the United States are pretty upset that Biden is pro-pipeline if it uh, benefits Russia, but anti-pipeline if it benefits the uh, the U.S. economy and U.S. workers. Speaking of stupid and symbolic, yeah. You know, getting back to the whole uh, the stores and the masks thing, I-, I wish there was some sort of program. The government would probably have to run it, which would mean it would be terribly mismanaged. But you could apply and, and take a series of tests that showed, A, you're knowledgeable enough and confident enough to make your own decisions and not mm. be uh, covered by the blanket edicts that the right. sheeple need. Oh, he, uh, may I see your independence card? Yes, here it is. Oh, very good, sir. You may go into the store and buy a damned T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Coronavirus! Um, Take right. me outside. How about that? Yes. Yeah, you're not gonna, though. <laughs> uh, as we were standing at the park last night, I asked my son, you know how many people in the world have caught coronavirus outside that they're aware of? Zero, Dad. I know. You told me last week. So that's how that conversation went. <laughs> Tell him three, four more times till it sticks. That's my tip. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. It's teamwork that makes the dream work, and that's why we uh, tell you who's doing this. It's a Michelangelo, our technical director, pressing buttons, pulling levers. 
it's a running foot pedals like it's some sort of uh, yeah, that's right. old timey church organ. How are you this morning? What's that rope from the ceiling? I don't what know. Is that? It's a very complicated apparatus. Hey, um, I'm going to play a clip for you. This, to me, would be one of the scariest situations you can be in. And I'm just going to play it. And I think Joe Getty has been in this situation. Oh, my. I'm going away. I'm going away. I'm going away. I'm not gonna promise. I'm not gonna. Hey, I'm not gonna bug you. I'm going away. I'm going away. I promise. Hey, I'm going away. I'm going away. I'm not going away. I'm going away. Clearly, a man in the act of love with his wife. Is that what that is? That is me attempting to make it to the breakfast portion of the buffet after 10.30 a.m. when it is clearly stated that it is closed and security is getting quite aggressive. It's terrifying. I assume assume he was beset by a beast of some sort, Michael. Am I correct? Uh, That is correct. He was being stalked by a mountain lion. He was uh, walking on the trails and... It kept following him and following him and following him, and uh, he just wanted that thing to leave. But didn't that happen to you, Joe, when you were mountain biking? No, not exactly. No, I came across a mountain lion, okay. and, and I looked at it and actually said, holy S! And he whirled around to look at me because he hadn't seen me. And he gave me a look like, holy S! And he took off in the other direction, and I did too slowly, and we went about our business. You went- but I've seen that video, Michael, and that's absolutely terrifying. Slowly because your pants were full. <laughs> you're, you're walking like old uh, Jerry Nadler, <laughs> kind of shuffling around. Oh boy! No, slow. You do not want to turn your tail and run because then they're they're uh, they're hunting. Their their prey instinct will kick in. Who are these people who take the time to get their phone out and switch it over to video and go ahead and press start because they want to get this on video? I I got, I got other things on my mind. Yeah, yeah. I you know I could see taking it out. Oh my God! There's a mountain lion. I'm going to video it, and then as it's coming at me, if that happened, you might. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I suppose. Uh, why not? Why not have a, a document of what happened? I want all my mental energy and physical energy toward not getting it. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing quite well uh, as I continue to engage in life as it is the uh, the before times because I uh, I have the vaccine and so I am I am invincible. You cannot you cannot harm me or at least that's how I am now living my life. I have uh, I have booked a flight. Me the avid endorsement. Uh, mm. I'm going to be heading and uh, here's the interesting part. I'm I'm meeting a group of friends that I uh, it's it's even strange to call them friends. I only know these people through playing video games with them on the internet. These people have only existed to me as as uh, internet beings controlling other characters and video games i'm playing and kind of you know voices in our group chats things like that do you know what they look like uh just from from pictures like uh, you know the social media posting mm-hmm. stuff like that so it's some vague um understanding of what that is but no i, I haven't met them in person um haven't done any sort of video conferencing stuff with them uh uh, one of them even uh, allowing me to stay in in their guest room. Oh, you're uh, so ending up in a pit. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm saying it now on the air. <laughs> You'll be dissolving in a barrel of acid so, oh my. shortly after your arrival. And if it is, it's a very well-played long con that they have laid on me all these many years. So where are we going? <laughs> Vegas or somewhere exciting? Uh, North Carolina. Oh, that's where exciting. He's going into a barrel of acid. <laughs> yeah, in a bathtub full of ice. <laughs> a pit. Minus going one to a kidney. Pit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that that's interesting. It's, it's, well, hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, going to be uh, get, doing a little getaway and meeting some people that uh, that uh, for all I know they're 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 just computers on on their end of the <laughs> right. My uh, brother lives in beautiful North Kakalaki. Say hello to him while you're there. I shall. I shall. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's hey, real joke- quick, yeah. if, Sean. Yes? If things go bad, can I have your Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> I will leave that to you. Yes.
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on Thursday, May 20th, the year 2021. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin acting as the antibodies against the left lemming media, precisely according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. Anne-Marie Green, tell us what this means. A New York investigation into his business empire, Trump Inc., has gone from civil to criminal. Wow. Okay, CNN's Brianna Keeler, break that down for us. They were civil, now it's criminal. Mm-hmm, interesting. Peter Alexander, what has the AG found here? The AG may have found something that made this go from civil to criminal. Checks out. <laughs> there you go. I wow. like Colbert making fun of that. I like that. Uh, how's mailbag look? Oh, it's it's good. It's fine. Varied. Hey, your heart's not in it. <laughs> True. It's long maybe, enough. Jack, maybe the emailer's hearts weren't in it. It's long enough to fill the segment. That's what it is. <laughs> if we're lucky. Uh, the new jobless claims are out. We'll hit you with that and all kinds of news of the day. I hope you can stick around. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, there's talk of a ceasefire there between Israel and Hamas. We'll see if uh, that has anything. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu has called a special meeting of his defense cabinet. So, there are some people who believe that's a step toward uh, maybe there's going to be a ceasefire. Well, um, I believe his entire checklist of things to blow up has been checked. Could be. It's as simple as that. Could be. Um, why did Bitcoin take such a hit yesterday? It's a pretty interesting backstory. As we said, the unemployment numbers, much other different stuff. Stay tuned. Real big. Our freedom-loving quote of the day is mostly just a quote of the day. We were discussing burnout yesterday and some question as to whether it's new or worse or blah, blah, blah. Is it just the state of being a human being or is it because of modern society? Well, Kiljar in SLC, Salt Lake City, reminds us that, uh, guys, Thoreau wrote, quote, the mass of men live lives of quiet desperation. Sounds like burnout to me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's the there's the feeling that you have where you just like, uh, you know, every once in a while you realize the plight of hu- of being a human being, and it's just kind of tiring. And then there's the you just can't function, which yeah, has only true. happened to me a couple of times. Yeah, that, so that's real burnout. Yeah. Ba-da-da-da-da. And smart, s- smart people re-energize before they get to that point. Uh, don't you think? Yes. Uh, well, self, uh, self-aware self people, maybe. Yeah. The, they feel it coming, and they understand, it. oh, I need to head this off at the pass, I suppose. You know, I've, I've got an idea. We should do the freedom-loving quote of the day before we get into mailbag. Because just I'm unleashing some of the greatest wisdom ever issued by mankind over the world's most jackassian music. And it just, I don't know if it bothers anybody else, but it bothers me. We've been doing it the same way for 22 years. I and, know. And, <laughs> and I think you've struck upon a good idea. From now on, they're a separate thing. Yes. Quote of the day, we do that, discuss it, then mailbag. Clearly, Once. every two decades, we should make an adjustment to this. Two decades to a quarter century. You know, you can't force these things. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I I came across a great quote from C.S. Lewis, because that was going to be the, the freedom-loving quote of the day, continuing that series, about creativity. I want to get to it maybe next segment, but to the correspondence proper. Uh, Jason Reichs, uh, guys, here's how you can use Celsius temperatures and all metric measurements for that matter. The trick is to not convert between the metric and the, the British measurements or whatever you want to call them. Just just understand that like the, the, the width of your pinky is about a centimeter. Just just understand them and don't try to convert. Well, and the following little... Yes, Sean? I'll tell you how you can use the metric system in Canada. <laughs> That's how you can use it. Oh, listen to the ugly American. <laughs> the following little rhyme does the same for Celsius temperatures. The normal human body temperature is 37 degrees Celsius. Okay. 37. I didn't know that. Water under normal ambient conditions freezes at zero degrees Celsius. Well, yeah. So remember I, I this, know that one. Remember this little rhyme. 30 is warm. 20 is nice. 10 is chilly. Zero is ice. Metric is clearly so better. The idea that water freezes at zero and boils at 100, as opposed to freezes at 32 and boils at 212. Right. I mean, what, what is that? Those are where that's when it boils and freezes. What do you mean? <laughs> Fahrenheit was in the room with us right now. I'd take a poke at him. <laughs> All right, moving along. Uh, Jack, Joe, Barry from Thailand here. I think the big reason with the Bitcoin, et cetera, obsession uh, is that people are bored as hell. Till very recently, no movie theaters, sports, uh, restaurants, et cetera. A little money in the pocket, a little time to spend it. So uh, unless your life's goal is to buy one of everything on Amazon, why not invest? You know, and it will be interesting to see what the uh, mean economy does when people are back to work and, you know, going out to bars and ball games and stuff like right. that. Uh, a lot of good stuff to come, including some bonus uh, mailbag. We hardly even touched on it, but uh, good stuff, including the hot new hairdo. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Jobs numbers here in just a second, and uh, some responses to it. Plus, it's the hottest hair craze, the wolf cut. But is it right for you? Stay with us. Hey, wait a minute. This is your dumbest tease ever, the hottest hair craze. I'm not turning away. The wolf cut might be exactly right for you, Sean, and the gals in the audience. So stay with us. Oh, plus uh, some interesting yet troubling stuff on how long your antibodies might last. To the Chinese bad feet. Might need to get another shot this calendar year. Or in 30 years. Oh, well, Schedule accordingly. Try to narrow it down, would you? Um, so, uh, okay, I'll start with facts, and then we'll get into conjecture and theory. Uh, new jobless claims dropped to 440,000 as uh, red states opt out of boosted unemployment benefits. That's an interesting... <laughs> that's an interesting... That's funny. It's an interesting yeah. thing there. Yeah. So a uh, lot of a lot of places now that's from the Washington Examiner who's looking at it from a you know somewhat conservative perspective. The other headlines are not including that angle of it. It's just, you know, things are getting better. We're coming out of the pandemic. The number of people applying for jobless uh, help uh continues to go down. It's still quite high, but because um, of Uncle Joe's wise and brave leadership. Uh, but so you got that. You've got a Senator Lanford of Oklahoma who is on the floor this morning saying, we have more openings for jobs in Oklahoma right now than ever in the history of our record keeping for our state, but we can't fill jobs because people are making so much money on unemployment. 
Then I take you to the New York Times, which oh, I oh, oh, which, I saw this, which I saw this, and I thought, oh, well, maybe I'm missing something and everything like that. Maybe I maybe I'm a, maybe I'm due for a correction here because the headline is the myth of labor shortages, and what he goes into is how look. This is capitalism. Capitalism has an answer for these things. Supply and demand. If they're if they can't get workers, they will raise wages until they get workers, and that's how they will get workers. And this will all work fine out with capitalism. How in the hell does a guy who I guarantee you knows a lot more about economics than I do and has spent a lot more time at good universities and important college classes about economics than me leave out the fact that if you're giving people a whole bunch of money, it changes the equation completely. That's not free market. Market capitalism when the when Uncle Sam's sending everybody a check. It, yeah, when the free market is competing against the government to the point that they can't possibly raise wages high enough to attract workers and still stay in business. I also, you have an incredibly powerful distortion effect from the government, you lying liar. I mean, he is either a liar, a freaking liar. What's this guy's name? I'm going to name names. David Leonhardt. He's either a liar or he's just his uh, his ideology has trumped his intelligence and blinded him. You lying creep. Are his credentials here down at the bottom? Oh, maybe they would be. Usually there are. I don't know. He's obviously a very bright guy, and it doesn't take it. I mean, your smarter breeds a dog can understand. Oh, when somebody's being paid not to work, it costs more money to get them to work. Also, I just I find it hard to believe that all these jobs that were filled a year ago, now the wages are just too low. Just, you know, a year ago, sure, I would take that job at that wage. But now, no. Only if the government's sending you a check. Right. To leave that out of the equation, I just think is the myth of the labor shortage. And I was expecting something brilliant. That's like third grade stupid. Well, and not content with one gigantic lie, he piles on and says, if anything today, wages are historically low. And he talks about how the working class's wages are very, very low. Oh, wait a minute. The same fallacy that people always make. They leave out all of the government benefits that flow to people in the bottom third of the workforce, which double their effective income. You can't Take that much tax, redistribute it all, and expect the the other inputs are going to stay the same. Everything changes. So it's just, God, lies piled upon lies. I don't know if this guy's like actively trying to get the welfare state going or or socialism and and socialistic control of wages, or if he just misses it because he's in an ideological bubble. I'd almost like to talk to him about that. The myth of the labor shortage. Uh, but it's it's nationwide, the help wanted signs, as we've pointed out over and over again. And, man, how this plays out over time, whoa, it's going to be interesting to see. And uh, we were talking earlier um, during the commercial breaks about how so many economists are just guessing. They're always guessing, but, I mean, are really guessing now. Because there are so many things going on right now that have never been done before. Giving out this much money to people, uh, the government printing this much money. Even as inflation is surging? Yikes. Businesses being closed for a year in some cases and trying to ramp back up in this atmosphere. I was talking about the uh, the wait I had at a particular fast food restaurant that may or may not have put me on my deathbed over the weekend. Mm. Um, wait, fast food, deathbed? Well, that's not what you meant, I waited like ironic. 20 minutes in this line of four cars to try to get my food, and then I got another text from somebody who's had the similar experiences. My in... in in restaurant dining from last week, the service was horrible at a restaurant yes. that it's usually good. Yeah. They're having so much trouble 
I think, understaffed, new employees, all kinds of different things, figuring out how to get back to doing this. I told you I had a bite to eat the other day, and I asked the guy if I could order, and he was openly disdainful of the idea that I would ask for food. <laughs> yeah, and so businesses are really struggling trying to get back in the swing of things, and like I said, I, how this all uh, unfolds over time, I don't know. Uh, Bitcoin took a hit yesterday. It's taken many hits throughout its run. Sometimes sometimes the hit is when you want to buy because it's going to go up, uh, you know, four hours later, and, uh, you know, then you're a millionaire. <laughs> But what happened to do with some of Bitcoin's plunge yesterday, Bitcoin plunges after China announces a crackdown. Uh-oh. A bad month for cryptocurrency investors got worse this week following a big move from China. Regu- China! Regulators in Beijing banned financial service companies Tuesday from taking part in cryptocurrency transactions or providing crypto services to clients. Yeah, they want to do their own. They want to do their own. They yeah. want to have their own cryptocurrency thing. The Mao coin. And most likely, if you want to continue to do business and have access to our markets, your companies will probably also need to be some way uh, adopting this coin, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, which reminds me, we got to talk about this. some of the enormous compromises Apple has made to be a giant in China, both uh, financial, moral, et cetera. Plus the wolf cut. Is it for you? It's the hottest new trend in hair care. Uh, Michael, we probably ought to have the wolf sound every time I when are you, that. I, I'm not going to tell you how to do your job, but I guess I did. When are you going to actually tell us that? Is that one of those things you're never going to actually tell us? <laughs> During the usual hair care segment, coming up in <laughs> minutes. During Thursday's hair care segment. Sure, yeah, it's another... Uh, uh, hairstyle Thursday. So this is uh, this is something else. I heard a news report earlier today, uh, bright and early, pre-dawn, and, and they were saying, uh, you know, it's not clear how long your antibodies last if you have the Chinese bat fever. Whether you had it, a, a, a mild case, a severe case, a vaccine, or any combination of the above. And uh, <laughs> long story short, your, your antibodies... Might last eight months. They think a big new study came out of Italy the other day. Uh, at least eight months, okay, uh, of COVID, uh, of, of patients who had the COVID, at least eight months. Some appear to last for years and are undiminished, uh, but it's not clear. It looks to be a very individual thing, and they don't quite understand it yet. Uh, now, the antibodies were present regardless of the severity of illness, the age of the patients, patients or the presence of other pathologies. Um, and they also say, well, even if you're weak on antibodies, you might have produced a tremendous number of T cells, some of these uh, the, the immune cells that attack disease. So, again, long story, just slightly longer. Uh, it's not clear whether we're all going to have to get shots every 6 to 12 months or every 5 years or whatever. It's too early. Mm. Which is a little disappointing, obviously, but um, the further we go, the the closer they'll be to the truth, I think. Right. Um, Thanks, China. Thanks. It was from the freaking lab. Everybody knows it. Boy, that's oh, sec- I've got more on that to come. That second shot, how slow would a lot of people be to get that second shot when there's not much COVID in the country at all? I mean, so, you know, I was I was wanting to get the shot as soon as I could so I can start going in places and doing things. But if things are open and fine and there's no COVID around... How big a hurry are people going to be to get a shot? How many people will get the booster? That's the question. Yeah, that's a complicated if, though, for a couple of reasons. Number one, the thing is still kicking around like crazy in Southeast Asia and Africa and getting worse and mutating and the rest of it. The second, go ahead. I understand your argument, but if, if there are people that are slow to get it now, like 
15%, they think, roughly, of people that are okay with getting it. They just haven't gotten around to it. Mm-hmm. Well, how many people? I'm, I'm not sure I would get around to it if there's not much COVID in America. Yeah, it and things are open. It's not going to change my life any. Yeah, it depends on the situation entirely. I think uh, the counter to that is we've seen the the I'm okay with getting vaccinated numbers steadily rise as more and more people have gotten it, and more and more time has passed, and nothing bad has happened. Yeah, you just can't you can't underestimate the it's kind of a pain in the ass quotient. Oh, trust me. I have to make I, an I appointment. Understand. I have to be there at a certain time. I have to park. I have to walk in. Right, right. And one more COVID note, and I couldn't decide if this was clickbait or not. It was logical enough, but the, the, the fear of a COVID resurgence in the South. Dr. Fauci, just in, highly likely Americans will need booster in a year. Back to you, Joe. Okay, yeah, that's that's kind of what I got from this article. Uh, they're just saying in the South, the vaccination rates have been significantly lower than in the northern United States. For reasons of, well, a bunch of different reasons. Um, insert whatever southern cliche you'd like to. Uh, and the second thing is, uh, contrary to the northern part of the country, in the south in the summertime, you're driven indoors because it's too dang hot to hang around outdoors. You're not going to throw all the doors and windows open in a restaurant in Phoenix in the middle of August. Uh, so uh, they're keeping an eye on it. But like I said, I couldn't decide if it was clickbait or what. I right. guess we'll, we'll all find out together. I suppose you're going to get to the hot hairstyle. The wolf cut, Jack. It's the hottest sensation in hair care on the planet. From Korea to Manhattan, it's all about the wolf cut. LeBron James says he saw three rims during game-winning shot due to an eye injury he sustained during the game. But he shot for the middle one. Shot for the middle one. Yeah. Speaking of athletics, Tim Tebow. Just signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars is going to get another shot at playing football in the NFL as a tight end. Yes, and allegedly I'm supposed to be outraged, blah, 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 you are? Colin Kaepernick, blah, 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 something, something. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a fake reversy. There are a lot of things to get outraged about. I can't put that on my list, I'm afraid. Yeah, you really, it's almost like you're going to a packed breakfast place, you know. Oh, it's going to be 45 minutes. Let me, what, your name, Joe? You write it down. Uh, that's uh, uh, subjects for outrage. It's like three quarters of the way down the page. <laughs> it's going to be quite some time. That's when you walk to the convenience store and get a breakfast bar. I mean, come on, it's going to be that long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can work you in to get outraged about probably in September, maybe early October. Texas and Utah banning mask mandates in school. Banning a mandate. Mandating, unmandating. Hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> so we've got that story and a whole bunch of other stuff to get to, including, of course. This is the world's hottest hairstyle. <laughs> that's, on the, that's on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey, this is interesting. I saw the kids ages 13 to 17 can officially trade stocks with Fidelity's new youth investing accounts. Yeah, you'll know your kids too into trading when they're up at 3 a.m. for the Asian markets downing pixie sticks. (laughs) I can already see a dad threatening to cut off his son's allowance and the son just smiles and lights his cigar with a 50. Why don't you go mow the lawn, Dad? <laughs> wow. 
Uh, I got some Bitcoin news for you here in just a second ago. Um, uh, duh. I want to talk about the Friends reunion special, believe it or not, at some point. Ah, was that uh, on? Did that air? I don't think it's aired yet, has it? Uh. I've seen a lot of prom- promotion for it. When yeah, is it? It, is, uh, it has not aired in its entirety, but yeah, some of the early clips have started to roll out. And it's getting, uh, you know, love and hate, and it, I think it's the first time I ever completely 100% disagree with Tim Sander for Tim the Lawyer where I think he's just flat wrong. There are things I disagree with him about, but I think, well, he could have a point. But on this one, he's just flat wrong. Really? I didn't realize Tim had weighed in. About the Friends reunion special. (laughs) Right. Yes, is there a free speech issue, or is it (laughs) overregulated? Interesting. Um, I'm going to just read this as it's written, because I don't understand any of it. Bitcoin And then Wolf Cuts, this year's biggest haircut trend. Bitcoin... At one point, was down 50% yesterday from its April high of $65,000, so a full 50% down. Oof. It did recover somewhat to uh, 39300 late in the day, but um, it's high as sixty five grand. So if you bought it in that area, you're, you're hoping for a comeback. <clears throat> when its value soared over the course of 2021, however, investors grew optimistic that Bitcoin would soon emerge as a stable investment. I'm reading from the dispatch here. Part of this growing valuation of the technology has been bolstered by the fact that only 21 million Bitcoins will ever be mined. I didn't know that. They'd put a limit on it. So it's obviously, unlike what we're doing with the Federal Reserve and printing just unlimited money. Debasing it as quickly as we can. Yes. Bitcoin's got a different way of going about it. Who makes this decision, by the way? Is there a guy? Jim Cap- Bitcoin? Captain Bitcoin. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Bitcoin. Pretty much. The the... Uh, the, the creator of Bitcoin is largely unknown, but largely theorized. Do we think it's that person, or is it a cabal? Uh, most people think it's a, a person who was the kind of originator who who wrote the Bitcoin it's Ma- white it's papers. Ma- it's, it's Montgomery Burns, it's Dracula, it's Bob Dole. <laughs> Alex Bubbly, <laughs> the Texas guy with the two six shooters. <laughs> yes. Uh, Simpsons reference. Yeah, folks. Just, go ahead, Sean. It just all depends on how deep down the rabbit hole you want to go. Well, there was that's a guy who wrote enough. the white papers. and yeah, okay. okay, there you go. Uh, part of this, blah, 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 21 million Bitcoins total. Bitcoin's fin- finite supply has boosted confidence among investors. It could act as a hedge against inflation. Um, unlike paper currencies, Bitcoin is powered by blockchain technology. She explains all that. I don't understand what it means, so I skipped over that. There's no central authority that regulates Bitcoin. Instead, thousands of computers around the world called nodes verify transactions in a collective network, preventing any singular actor from falsifying data or counterfeiting coins. The process is transparent, efficient, and doesn't require a middleman for account transfers. And so the people that are into cryptocurrency, they think this is going to take over the world, right? They think uh-huh. this is this will be this will be the way it's done from here on out. When properly implemented, it makes much more sense than printing money willy-nilly. It's kind of weird, though, that we don't know who the who the, the creator of it is, though. Couldn't he just pull the plug on it at any moment and it goes uh, away? At this point, no. It's kind of a self-perpetuating uh, uh, algorithm note, right? Like, the, the, the code is out there, and it's it's not like he's got the off switch to How it. about the extent to which Elon Musk seems to have the ability to jerk Bitcoin around? On Monday, Elon Musk tweeted that Tesla had not sold any of its Bitcoin, which had something to do with its comeback. Um, Musk doubled down with a tweet indicating Tesla would nevertheless retain its holdings of Bitcoin. So that helped it from going lower, some analysts think. Uh, although a couple of weeks ago, he had announced that Tesla had suspended vehicle purchases using Bitcoin. 
um, doing due to the rapidly increasing use of fossil fuels for Bitcoin mining and transactions, which was completely new news to me. I didn't know that making a Bitcoin used coal, which is the worst emissions, according to Elon Musk. And so he said, we're not going to take Bitcoin anymore. More and Bitcoin immediately dropped 12 percent. So he, he made it drop by saying we're not going to use it anymore. Then he said we're holding on to it, which made it go back up. One guy being able to jerk around the market that much is something. Go go back another couple months. He announced we would be accepting Bitcoin as payment for Tesla and we as a company will buy Bitcoin for this and uh, made it skyrocket. He sold some, rolled those profits into his quarter reports. Now he has issues with the after selling those ones, now says it's oh, environmental, blah, 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 and the tanks and yeah. No, I would never advise Elon Musk on anything, really, as he is superior to me in every way. Uh, on the other hand, if he were to do more and say less, I don't think it would hurt anything. Or if he were to get the wolf cut, this year's biggest haircut trend, Jack. From Tokyo to Miami. Can I guess? It's got something to do with people not getting their hair cut for so long. Does that have anything to do with that? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Well, no, you know what? I You're thought right maybe in a men way. who hadn't had a haircut in a year are getting the wolf cut. If you see a teenager with a disheveled mullet that moves like a windblown shag, it's probably a hairstyle known as the wolf cut. Boy, if I tell this, my son right, about that, this. That's enough now. <laughs> This dew is recognizable by its voluminous crown, which swiftly tapers into wispy layers. It's the latest Gen Z beauty trend to take social media by storm. For men or women or both? Both. Both. You know, if you really want to know what, what the haircut is... have gendered language around c- haircuts. <laughs> Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have a bunch of pictures, but it's pretty much Keith Richards in 1973. Hmm. The Wolf Cup. Armstrong and Getty.